Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning another beautiful Chassidic discourse of the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called by Yoim Hashmini. The Rebbe said, this Chassidic discourse, Moitzoi Shabbos of Parshas Miketz, which was the night of Zois Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah, in the year Tafshin Memvav, 38 years ago. The Rebbe went on to certify in discourse in honor of Zois Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah, in the year Tafshinun, 34 years ago. So again, the Hasidic discourse is based on the verse that we read on the last day of Hanukkah, where it says, by Yoim Hashmini, on the eighth day, Nasi Levnei Menashe, the prince of the tribe of Menashe is the one that brought the sacrifices, and it continues on to say, This is the procedure, the dedication of the Mizbeach, the altar. Shreva says it's known the reasons why on Hanukkah we read the sacrifices that the princes brought is because on Hanukkah we dedicated the temple and we dedicated the altar. Just like the way the t- temple and the altar was dedicated on the first time through, through, the, through the princes through the Nesim. So therefore, so the eight days of Hanukkah are connected to the eight days of the inauguration of the temple. And just like the eight days of the inauguration of the temple, it was divided into two parts. In other words, you had the seven days of inauguration, and then there was something special about the eighth day. The same thing also when it comes to the eight days of Hanukkah, that the eighth day of Hanukkah, based on actually the Jewish custom, it has its own name. It's called Zoys Hanukkah. So all of the eight days of Hanukkah is one day, two days, etc. But the last day, besides it being the eighth day, is called Zoys Hanukkah. This is Hanukkah. And you can say, that's why when you read the Torah, on the eighth day of Hanukkah, it's much bigger quantitatively than the seven days beforehand. Why? Because in the first seven days of Hanukkah, we only read um, from the Torah about two princes of the Jewish people. And on the eighth day, we actually read about five princes of the Jewish people. And also we read about Zois, the verse where it says, this is dedication on the temple. And we read the beginning of Parshas Baal so we see that the fact that there's so much more reading, three more princesses, Zois Hanukkah, and the, the um, uh, Baal Oishah, so you see there's something very powerful, very special about the last day of Hanukkah. And it's explained in the Hasidic Discourse with the title Baruch Shasunism of the Alter Rebbe with commentaries and footnotes of his grandson, the Tzemach Tzedek, that the eighth day of Hanukkah, and it was the eighth day, both of Hanukkah and both of the inauguration of the temple is spiritually, which sphere is it? The sphere of Malchus. And that's actually why it's called Zois Hanukkah. Why? Because Zois, the word Zois, is connected to what? To the sphere of Malchus. Now, Yerba says, it's known that when you're dealing with number eight, whether it's the eight days of Hanukkah, the eight days of, of, of the uh, inauguration of the temple, but in general, the number eight has just two components to it. In other words, on one hand, you have eight, it's higher than the seven days beforehand. In order to get to eight, you have to have seven before. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight is even higher. And like you see, for example, in the word, which says oz, then. So you have the aleph, which is first, and the nizayim, which is seven afterwards. In other words, the aleph rides on top of the seven. What, what does that mean practically? Because the seven represents the seven emotions, chesed, gvurt, feris, netzachot, malchus, and eight represents the idea of bina. 
<clears throat> and, and 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 so that's that's one idea that what that 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 bina is on top of the seven spheroids. And the other idea is that eight is referring to malchus, which is on the bottom of the seven of the seven midos. So the same thing applies to the eight days of the inauguration of the temple. And like it says in the Kutta Torah, um, these two idea these two ideas. In other words, when it came to the inauguration of the temple, so the eighth day of inauguration is higher than the first seven days. Why? Because the first seven days, again, we're talking about the inauguration of the temple was connected to Sphere of Bina. And the sec the eighth day was connected all to Chachman, which is higher than Bina. So that's the higher part where in the inauguration, and the lower part is that the eighth day is Malchus. Now, how do the two go? How do the two go in hand? One hand, you're telling me that that the the eight is Chachma, it's higher than the emotions, and then, or high, and higher than Bina. And then you're saying that what that eight is Malchus, which is lower. And the, and how do how do the two go? How do the two uh, uh, go, go together? So the Rebbe explained powerfully. In order to have that the energy should come down all the way down to Malchus, and that means eight, which is lower than seven, it's going down into Malchus. Has that happen when it comes from a very, very high place, which is the eight, which is above, which is above, which comes with the highest sphere from Chachma. So seemingly, seemingly you can say, so the same thing would apply in reference to Hanukkah, that you have the two insights. In other words, that this time of the eighth day, it comes down into Malchus, and that's why it's called Zois Hanukkah. We just learned that Zois is referring to Hanukkah, which means eight. It's lower than the seven. Uh, why is that? Because in its source, it's actually even higher than the seven. Now, but this in the Hasidic discourse that he explains the idea of the eight day of Hanukkah, he brings in the beginning only the insight that eight is Malchus, which means the second one that it's lower. And not like they explain in the other discourses of the inauguration, that they bring both components, um, that it's higher and it's lower, even though Hanukkah has both, but he only brings the second one. And the reason why he only brings the second one is because the main point of Hanukkah is about drawing in the light down here. So even though Hanukkah has both components, it comes from the highest to the lowest, but the reason why he underscores and he speaks at the, the Malchus part, because the purpose and the whole goal of Hanukkah is what? To bring the Choyshech, Lahoyers or Choyshech, to bring the godly energy from the highest levels and to focus and bring it down to the lowest levels. So the says we're going to understand this based on what it's known when it comes to the, to the superiority and the, and the, and the quality of action. Because we know when it comes to the action of a human being, which is, so to speak, the lowest part of us, that's connected to the sphere of Malchus. And there's, there's, there's several, several, several points to it. What does that mean? So we're going to talk about the power of action, the power of the lowest one, the power of Malchus. Because what happens when you do something, you think and you talk, but I mean, if you don't do it, once when you go ahead and you do it, so you elevate not only the action gets done, but you actually elevated all the powers of before. Because in order to do an action, you think, you, you talk, it goes through intellect and emotions, then you do it. But when you do it, it's not just you're doing something, you're actually elevating all the emotions, all the intellect, etc. Like uh, he gives the example with a, a tool that's used to pick something up from the bottom. It's called a, a, a lever. In other words, so how do you pick it up? You stick it all the way on the bottom, and then when you pick it up, when you stick the thing on the bottom, it elevates the whole, it elevates the whole thing. What happens if you stick it in the middle? So whatever's underneath is not going to be picked up. Or like, for example, when you pick up a house, in order <clears throat> to pick up the whole house, you have to pick it up all the way from the bottom. 
and you pick it up only for the middle, so what's going to happen? Anything on the, underneath there is, 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 is not going to be elevated. In other words, in order to pick up a totality, you have to pick up all the way from the bottom. And as you can say, why is that? Because since the whole, all the walls and the roof and everything in the house is part of one house, so what happens is if you leave anything other than the anything lower than the lowest level, if you don't pick it up, so even the parts that you're picking up is not complete because it's not a complete house. A complete house is from the roof, from the walls, etc., and the bottom, the foundation. So you pick everything up but the foundation. It's not a house. That's why you have to pick up the bottom part. So the same thing also in, in, in our parable when it comes to the, the different powers that we have. That all the all 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 the all the powers that we have, intellect, emotions, action, thought, speaks, etc., they all impact one another. And it means in order to elevate the higher gifts that we have, intellect, emotions, or you want it to be complete, the way to do it is you have to pick it up from the bottom. You have to do the action, you have to do the mitzvah. And that's one component. Another component, when a person does the action. So then the elevation of the higher powers, it goes even to a higher level. And like, give me an example, if you have a scale, and when you, on one side you put a weight, and the other side you put the item, so as, um, any, any, anything that you put on the weight, when it goes down lower, what happens is it picks the other thing up on a, on a much higher level, like a seesaw. The greater the weight, the greater it goes up. So they're saying two points when it comes to the action. Number one is that in order to pick up the whole thing, you have to pick it up from the bottom. And through picking up from the bottom, it elevates everything. Point number two is that when you pick it up from the bottom, it even elevates the, the higher powers. Now, so, the, so we see over here the power of action. So the Rebbe says, which is correct idea of Malchus. Now, but this that we say, that how do you elevate everything? You elevate it specifically through action. Because if you elevate just the emotions, you don't have everything. The action is staying down. And if you had a meditation and you didn't elevate action, that the emotions and the action stay down. So what's the ultimate power that has the power to elevate everything? Specifically action. And it elevates all the powers. Why is that? If it's the lowest, how can it elevate everything? And Derbeck says, because the truth is, even though we look at it as an action, it's physical, but the source of action is higher than all the powers that we have. The source of the power of action is higher than emotions, intellect, speech, thought, etc. And there's two components to the power and the source of the action. Number one is that it get that the highest power gets drawn down into action. In other words, that we see that even intellect and emotions come into the action. So in other words, the source is, and it's so higher than intellect and emotions. Why is that? Because intellect and emotions are limited. And the fact is, they don't have the power to go down and do an action. An intellect just wants to meditate. An emotion wants to be, share the feelings. They don't have the power to, to, to accomplish anything. Now, this that they have the power to go ahead and do something, so it's not coming from the intellect and from the emotion, it's coming from their soul. Because the soul is in all, all the limbs of the body, all the, and all the, all, and the intellect and emotions, etc. So in other words, the, 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 the source of action is sourced in the soul, which is higher, higher than intellect and emotions. And therefore, the source of the action is higher than the source of all the attributes. 
Why? Because this that all the, 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 the powers, intellect and emotions is closer to our soul, and action is almost like a separate entity. Why is that? Because the source of all the of all the powers, intellect, emotions, etc., is connected to the revealed part of the soul. However, the source of action is actually connected to the essence of the soul. What Jeff is saying here is a very powerful idea. When it comes to action, a the source of action is much higher. B that this, the, all the other intellect emotions is connected to the revealed part of the soul. And that's why it looks like it's closer. But the action is connecting to the essence of the soul. Now, just like in our powers that we have, intellect, emotions, and action, so the source of action is higher than all the source of all the uh, intellect, emotions, thought, speech, etc. The same thing also when it comes to serving Hashem, Where's the real quality? In action. Yes, you're supposed to learn, and you're supposed to meditate, and you're supposed to pray, and you're supposed to uh, um, have love Hashem, etc. But where does it all count? When you do the mitzvah. When you go ahead and do it. You got the job done. In other words, so we say one second. But we all know that Talmud is greater than, than action. No, because the re- fact is, this that we're saying that Talmud is greater, it's only now. But when Mashiach comes, when we get, when all the 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 uh, uh, part of concealment is going to go away, we're going to see that action is really greater. And even now that we say that Talmud is greater, what's the reason why Talmud is greater? Because Talmud studying Talmud will bring you to do the action. So therefore, if Talmud is greater because it brings you to do the action, what's really greater? The action is greater. Now this time when Mashiach comes in the future that the action is going to be greater because when it comes to action over studying the Talmud it's greater in two, in two, in two levels just like we learned before that just like the, the power of action is greater than the higher powers the same thing applies in action over learning Talmud etc. Why? Because this that action has the power to awaken and draw down the infinite part which is higher than being clothed in intellect. In other words, and that's why it has the power to bring it down to the lowest level. It's connected to the highest, never can bring it to the lowest. And also because the action reaches, I'll say in Hebrew, in Helema Atzmi, in the concealed part of the essence of Hashem, which is even higher than infinite. So there's something which is called infinite, and but then there's the essence, and, and action reaches that level. And obviously you can say that the quality of action today, because even though today, even today action is more powerful, as we know that Talmud brings you to action. Why is that? Because the action that we do today, we have the power to bring in the infinite, or your oblivion, which is basically the highest level of revelation. In this world, it looks like Talmud is greater, but the fact is action is much greater. Why? Because it connects you to the infinite part. And... And that's why it says that Talmud is greater because it brings you to do the action. Because this power of action that it draws in the infinite is included in the fact that Talmud gets you to do the action. Because this that Talmud causes you to do the action and means that it comes down into the lowest level. That's the real power of Talmud. That within the Talmud you have the power that motivates you to do the action, which means it will bring down the infinite light, and therefore it comes down to the lowest level. So that's today. However, Mashiach comes, 
when we say that Misa, action is greater and, and, and you don't need Talmud to push it, that's the quality of action in itself. Because action will take you to the essence of God, which is above any revelation. I never said it's known that in, on the holiday of Hanukkah, after we had, <clears throat> unfortunately, the, the, the intensity of the darkness of the Greeks, where they defiled the temple, so what happened was, after we went back in, and we rededicated the temple, we were able to draw in a much greater godly energy, greater than the temple had beforehand. So you had one type, let's say it's great energy in the temple before the Greeks came in and destroyed it. Then you had the t- tremendous darkness. And then afterwards, when we rededicated, we came in a much greater light. And compared to the light that was beforehand, unfortunately, because it, yeah, it was great, but it wasn't that strong, and that's why, unfortunately, the Greeks were able to come in and defile it. However, with the, the, the energy that was drawing when we won the miracle of Hanukkah comes from a place of Yudkei Vavkei, which is higher than all the levels. And this powerful light can even bring light into the darkness. Like it says, we'll have Vaya with the letter, we add extra Vav, not Yudkei Vavkei, but with the letter Vav, Yagiya Chashki is going to bring tremendous light into the darkness. What does that mean? Not just it's going to bring light into the darkness, that literally darkness is going to be light. Just like when Mashiach comes. Today we see light and we see darkness and we need more light to overpower the darkness. When Mashiach comes, the darkness will be the light. So based on this, Rebbe says he'd like to explain the difference between the eighth day of Hanukkah and the eighth day of the inauguration of the temple. In other words, this at the eighth day of the inauguration of the temple, which we said is, 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 is the eighth day which is connected to the sphere of Malchus, which means it's the eight, which is lower than seven. The seven midas, and you have the Malchus underneath. In other words, so this that it brings in until Malchus, and <clears throat> so it has the power on the eighth day to bring it from a higher level into Malchus. But when it comes to eighth day of Hanukkah, it, what does it mean? And it, it, it connect to Malchus, which means through the drawing in the energy of Hanukkah, Malchus itself gets elevated. So now it's by the inauguration of the temple, yes, Malchus is the lowest one, you bring in a high energy into Malchus. But unfortunately, that, that level could still be defiled, as we see the Greeks came in. After Hanukkah, the eighth day, Malchus itself gives off light. And that's why, in the Hasidic discourses, that they speak about the, 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 the eight days of the inauguration of the temple, they bring both insights of eight. In other words, one, on one hand, it's higher than seven, but it comes down into lower than seven. However, when it comes to the Hasidic discourse to explain about Hanukkah, they only bring the part of, of eight, which is lower than seven. Lower than seven. Why? Because this, that the higher level comes in on a lower level, that's because it's coming from a high, higher place, which is the eight, which is above seven. However, the power that you're able to um, transform and refine the lowest level which means the eighth day of Hanukkah, that doesn't come from drawing it from a higher level. That comes from the from the essence, the concealment itself, which is higher than any type of revelation. Just like when it's going to be like Mashiach comes. And that's why the, what we underscore on the eighth day of Hanukkah is not so much the higher part, because we're not looking to bring in a higher. We're looking to reveal the essential connection. And that's why it's called Zeus Hanukkah, referring to the Hanukkah, that's Hanukkah itself, that Zeus, Malchus itself, is going to give off light just like when Mashiach comes. Which means that the, the lowest level is going to be ref- refined on its own. Now, 
<coughs> this that we said, when Mashiach comes, that action is going to be greater. So that that's that's revealed, like like in everything in Chassidus, it specifically in our generation, we have this powerful idea that when Mashiach comes, that the that the darkness itself is going to give off light, and the reason that they reveal this powerful insight to us, even though right now we know the Talmud is greater. Why is that? Because all the revelations that's going to happen when Mashiach comes is dependent on our actions now. And this is when Mashiach comes. Action is going to be greater. It's by doing, by us making an effort to do actions in this world. And therefore, in our generation, the generation that was standing on the heels right before Mashiach's coming, we're, uh, <coughs> and we're going to have the revelation of the future where actions being greater, it's to inspire us that we should put a greater effort into action and that will give us the 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 the, the gift of Mashiach Hans will have the real actions can be, be revealed now since the Mashiach Hans we said Maisa God all the action is much greater so therefore everything of the future redemption and how much more so the redemption itself we have to focus on action and as long as we do not have the redemption yet we have to we're missing the main part. We want the physical redemption. We want the action. And the Rebbe brings a powerful story of the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Chabad Rebbe. And the Rebbe Marash, that when the Tzemach Tzedek said, in reference to there was a, uh, there was a, there was a talk that, you know what? Oh, Mashiach's coming. When? In the year Tafresh Ches. So, so he said, it didn't come. So the, 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 the Rebbe Marash told, told Tzemach Tzedek, so he tells no, no, it came through the fact that in that year, the Torah, the, the powerful teachings of the altar was revealed. Oh, that, that, so to speak, of Mashiach. So Rabbi Marash told the, the Tzemach Tzedek, uh, I'll say it in Yiddish, and I'll translate. Medarf haben Mashiach lamata It's very nice, the Torah, you study, you meditate, and you connect to the deepest levels. We want Mashiach, literally, physically Mashiach. And Rabbi said, you could say that this that the Tzemach Tzedek said, that what does it mean Mashiach is here? What does it mean we have the revelations? Because the Kutter was printed. What, what, what was he trying to say? The fact is he want Mashiach. And he was explained, what the Rebbe explains is, because through the fact that you have Yafutsu Maynasecha Chutza, that you spread the wellsprings of Chsidis all over the world, and that causes, like the Balsanto said, Asi Mar that causes Mashiach to come. And since the internal part of Torah, which is the wellspring of Torah, is higher than the limitations of time, so therefore it's self-understood when you have the spreading of Chassidus all over the world, like we're doing right now, right here with learning Chassidus on YouTube, on Spotify, and Apple Play, all over the world, and that is the cause which will bring Mashiach to coming, so you have automatically the byproduct that the Mashiach's here. It was what causes Mashiach to come? Fatsamayanos. If you do the, if you do the Fatsamayanos, if you teach this, you learn this, that's going to bring Mashiach. You know, and, and since we're dealing with a power which is infinite, because when you're dealing with things which are limited in time, so you have a cause and effect, so you have this comes first, this comes afterwards. Um, that the effect comes after the cause. However, when it comes that, um, it, it, when it comes to cause and effect, it could be many levels of cause and effect. In other words, it can, it, it, the, 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 the cause can happen, the effect can happen up to the point Abmahiri John's rights come very quickly. Or the or it can happen literally right, right here, right now. 
However, so there's different levels in time, cause and effect, whether it's um, uh, quickly, uh, right now, or literally, literally right, right, right here, right, right, right here, right now. But when you're dealing with things which are above time, so there's no, there's no gap between the cause and effect. And when you have the cause, which will bring Mashiach, so you automatically have right away the coming of Mashiach. So this idea, which is a cause, which is spreading Chassidus, and the effect of Mashiach coming, and it's above time, and you have the completion of spreading mysticism, and obviously the, the effect of Mashiach coming, with the goal is it should come down in time and in space. And it should come down in action, literally this world, and like there says, "Lamata literally on the ground, and on a literal level, that through the fact that we do our work and our spiritual work in spreading Hasidus all over the world in the real way, that's going to cause Mashiach to come in a real way. Now, but since we have to wait for Mashiach to coming. Besides the fact that we have to believe in Mashiach, we also have to wait. There's believing. Okay, I believe Mashiach is coming, but we have to literally wait for him. And that's not a, a philosophy. It's a Jewish law that we have to believe. We also have to wait for him. And, and we know when you're dealing with Jewish law, it means you have to do it literally and in action. So therefore, Derba says, with the, with the agreement of the whole community, we, we should say is, we, they were saying Yiddish, we want Mashiach now. We want Mashiach now, and it should happen, Bimheira, Viamenu, Mamish, very quickly in our days and in a literal way. So here we have another beautiful Hasidic discourse in the Rebbe on the holiday of Hanukkah, more specifically on Zois Hanukkah, the power of Malchus. As we see when Mashiach comes, that Malchus itself, the world itself, will be transformed into godliness. And the way we, the most important part Deborah said was, the way we make it happen is by learning and spreading Hasidus. And let's hope and pray this will be the last Hasidic discourse we'll be learning in Gullahs. The next class will be in Yerushalayim, Irak Have a great and blessed week and happy Hanukkah.